Okay, we're doing Welcome, everyone, to another episode of the Parenting Unknown Podcast. My name is Matt, and as I'm recording, this episode is going to be mainly focused on the quarantine week three. So as I'm recording this, this is currently the third week of pretty much a nation quarantine. Um, I just recorded one a couple of weeks ago when I was starting the beginning intros and thoughts of what was going on, but... I mean, this time we're third weekend into the California quarantine. I mean, a lot has changed since the last episode. Store hours have been cut down. Parks, beaches, trails, they've all been shut down. In LA, now it's advised when you go in public to wear a face mask and when you do your essential shopping. So in other words, when you go to a store to buy food, go to the grocery store or any type of pharmacy, you got to wear a face mask. I mean, so right now I live in Anaheim, but... Pretty much whatever happens in LA at this point kind of trickles down to the other neighboring counties. So it's only a matter of time before Orange County makes it official, official, if they haven't already. I'm keeping up with the news. Maybe not minute to minute. Because if you do, you'll just overload yourself and get so stressed out. And it's kind of, it's kind of good just to kind of take a step back from the news a little bit. And just let, just let your mind unwind because it's, it's a very stressful time right now. Especially if you have kids, it's, I, I can't say more on that. It's pretty obvious. So as of right now, just a couple of days ago, the stay-at-home orders got extended to the mid of May. So around May 15th, which pretty much starts to enter into summer. And if everyone had any plans for the summer, like we kind of did, I mean, they're all, they're gone now. Now they're saying that, Maybe around August, I was thinking July, June myself, but now the governor is saying around, you know, August, maybe something will start opening up a little by little. It's just, at this point, it just seems like it's going to last the rest of the year. So whatever we're doing right now is just going to last, but that's just going to put a big strain in not only the economy, but our day-to-day lives, especially when it comes to money, work, what's going to happen, especially with the kids that are schooling. But like I said, like I said the last time, it's... It's stressful, but not too stressful to the point where this is only happening to you. It's happening to everybody. So there's some comfort in that, knowing that it's out of your hands. It's not in your fault. Yes, it sucks that you can't go to work, do the things you want to do. It sucks that I can't take my kids to the the park, but we're not alone in this. Everyone, neighbor to neighbor, everyone around you is going through the same thing. So it's a little bit comforting. I mean, you always got to try to look at the positive, right? I mean, I'm not talking about, you know, people that are catching the cases, passing away. It's just in a little small bubble of our own, for our own little families. It's We have our own stresses, too. At the same time, try not to catch anything, try not to spread anything. So, I mean, you can look in the situation in two ways. I can look at the situation, you know, at two ways at this point. Not only are we talking about, you know, keeping everything clean, being clean, keeping a distance, washing your hands, going on out. You know, living in our visits, limiting our visits to the markets at this point, 
But the first way is I could get depressed about this, like a really hard depression. And having the kids that I'm pretty much watching every single day, it's not fit for them. So, I mean, it, it'll be very selfish for me to do to kind of dwell and to get on that, get to that point where I'm just depressed, where I don't want to do anything. I just sulk and it's not fit for the kids. I mean, so right now at this point, I'm not working. Unemployment hasn't kicked in yet. I've applied, but it hasn't kicked in. Um, just like so many others, it's a bunch, it's a bunch of unknowns. What's going to happen? It started with, at first it started with the two weeks. So the last couple of weeks of March and everyone was kind of hoping this would blow over. This was nothing, you know, by April, it was going to open up. And then, nope, got extended. We're here. And it'll be, you know, just like many, I'm worrying about having enough money for bills and food. And thankfully, it looks like we're going to be okay in our house. But unfortunately, it's not that way for a lot of other people. So for right now, I'm thankful for the spot that we're in. I really can't take nothing for granted at this point. So the second way I could look at this is it's a really good time to spend quality time with the kids. I mean, for me, it's a chance for me to be a more hands-on dad. So at that point, I'm trying to teach them more how to talk, how to, of course, you know, learn the basics of colors, numbers, the alphabet, you know, all things of that sort. Just like anything else, there's good days and there's bad days. Each of the kids rotates on who's going to be the extra person for that day, meaning they have their little tantrums or they have this little sass about them. And at this point, they're just rotating who has it, who doesn't. But for the most part, they're really good. So now it's my time to take advantage of the situation and really build a stronger bond with the kids. I have the time right now to spend time with, that makes sense. But I have the time to spend all this time with both the kids. And what I mean by that, it's individually for each of them. So time for Max, time for Mia. And of course, for both of them at the same time. Maybe right now with the kids, you only could do that for a certain amount of time because they're kids. They want to wander around. They want to do their own thing, whether it's playing with their toys, watching a certain program, playing with the tablets. It's, you know, you got to pick your, your perfect moments. I mean, we have time now, so now it's all about finding those moments. Am I right? But I'm surprised on how things are, I guess, doing well. From our inner home perspective, there's never really no complaints to for them wanting to go outside and anything in that nature. I mean, I've kind of, well, I've tried whether they've, whether it's gotten into Max's head since he's the oldest one about, you know, different amusement parts and parks being closed and people being sick. I'm hoping it's sticking because there's not really a, a big want or a big cry or a hassle to want to go outside or go to the park and it was the first couple of weeks, but I think now it's kind of, this is all starting to be normal, which is sad, but I mean, for the sake of being sane until this is all over, it's working fine. So I've been seeing online different ways to try to explain to your kids how to, how to make them understand what the situation is and different ages that you're going to be talking to them in a different manner. So obviously if you have a kid who's maybe eight, 10 years old, they're going to explain they're going to understand the world a little bit better than what a three-year-old understands. So it's up to you to just find those kind of ways that it clicks in their head. So for an example, Max, he's about three and a half right now. The kid hates doctors. 
So me and my wife have been telling him is that, you know, everything is closed because there's a lot of sick people going around. And we don't want to get sick because if we go, we get sick, then that means we just have to go to the doctor. And you don't want to go to the doctor, do you? And that kind of instills, you know, why, why we can't do certain things. Why our weekends are not normal no more. I mean, thank, we get to spend time with each other. But as far as the going out, going places, going shopping, buying toys, it's, it's non-existent right now. I mean, yes, there's places like Walmart and Target where you can still go and buy stuff. There's a lot of different stores that are closing off the non-essential stuff. So whether it be toys, some sort of electronics, outdoor patio furniture, I've seen different, uh, different of those spots just closing off and it's only essentials. So right now they just want you to get in and get out, you know, leave. So try to get, try to get into the mindset of your kid. I mean, you're the parent. You should know what your kid understands at this point. I hope, I hope you do. But if not, depending on the kid's age, just try to, try to level with them. Try to make it as simple as possible. As simple as, you know, them getting this, you know, really understanding. So for usually me and my wife, I work in the morning, she works in the afternoon, so there's a good trade-off with the kids. She spends the morning with the kids, I spend the afternoons with them. So we have like a good hour, maybe two hours between that where the four of us get to interact with each other. And of course, the weekends, we have the weekends off, so that was our time to go out, do things, like I said before. So, I mean, it's a, it's an adjustment, not only for me not having my job, but it's an adjustment for my wife and two kids especially. You know, why is... I'm pretty sure they're not complaining, but they might have this question in their head, like, why is dad home every single day now? So you might get your older kids asking you, you know, why, why are you home? Why is so-and-so not working? Why are they working? Why are you here? It's, it's just a big, it's just a big complication of things. But I mean, if you, if you try to tell kids straight out what's going on, just be honest with them. Don't scare them too much, like saying like, oh, as soon as you get the disease or the virus, you're going to die. And you obviously don't do that. But just kind of explain to them, you know, what's going on, people getting sick and just keep it basic. That, that's why you have to stay home. That's why you have to go to school via online. That's why all these places are closed because we don't want we don't want to get sick. We don't want other people to get sick. We want to protect ourselves, especially people's like grandpa or grandma or anything in that sort of older older relative. But I think the best way is just to be straight out and be be honest with the kids. So, I mean, by this point now, there's going to be a lot more questions. They already haven't been addressed, especially about school, friends, relatives. So, I mean, just be as honest as you can. Now, my kids are a little younger in nature, so they know, they kind of don't know. So, it's a kind of simple answer. And to get it, they like it. If they don't, I mean, tomorrow's the next day. I think right now the best way to handle things is just take it one day at a time and try to watch the news as less as possible like I said before just try to eliminate all that unwanted stress I mean because with, whether you like what's going on in politics with the president the governor mayors on a local level I mean you have nothing to do you're here at home if whether you have a hobby or not you don't want to you don't want to have that outside interference to dwell on what you're trying to keep saying inside so you don't want the politics of the outside to just get in your mind and just start running the muck up there. 
I mean, so just try to try to take it in small bites. I mean, it helps for people people who are not used to being in four walls. This this whole situation is a huge shock for them. The human spirit can endure. Correct me if I'm wrong, but there's been a lot of people, a lot of situations where they're forced into this confined area or confined living. And it's all about picking up the little battles and appreciating the little things in life. And right now, I could say that now that everyone being home, they should appreciate the little things as going into the Target or going into a market without having to worry about having your mask or not or touching this or simple as going to the park. I think those are small little things that added together unknowingly, subconsciously, we've been taking advantage of. And now those things have a higher meaning for us now. Or we have a greater appreciation for it. I mean, because I know I do. But I know as parents, kids can get frustrating. And now that we're with them at a more constant rate, I bet everyone at some point is getting on each other's nerves. I mean, but take it as a small blessing. Just take it. Just think of it as all the time you spent away being at work, having to work out extra overtime or wanting to do a certain thing, but you couldn't do it because you had work. So let's say your other spouse had to fill in or things like that. Um, Just take this as a small blessing as you're getting your time back. I mean, that that should help, right? I mean, I've kind of justified that in my head all the time that I spend telling my wife, you know, I wish I was with the kids a little more. I mean, it's only a couple hours in the morning, but I mean, it's extra time. And I mean, I got what I wanted. I mean, I wish it was in the different circumstances. I mean, I'm getting to spend the time with them and getting to know my kids a little bit better. So it's it's a small little blessing. And then now it's a good chance for all those parents who've always complained about the school system, about how the teachers are not doing their job right or however you want to spin it. And now it's time that the parents kind of step up and step in to make sure their kids are learning at a certain rate or they're learning what they can. I mean, I don't think there should be any excuse of not wanting to help your kids because what else are you going to do? Where else are you possibly going to go? So it's a good time to kind of step in and, in a sense, take another good appreciation for the school system and what the actual teachers do. Personally, me, I never liked school. I've seen my nieces and nephews go through right now and what they're learning or how they're learning, I really don't necessarily agree. I mean, I've been a part of the system. I I didn't like what I seen growing up in school. So automatically, I'm a little biased, but under situations, I'm trying to give them a little credit. But I mean, now's your, ta- now's your transparency to teach them how you like, see how that goes. I mean, but right now, it's a good time to kind of rearrange your life or put things in perspective. This whole experience is as scary as and difficult and as stressful as it is, it's really humbling. Many jobs society has looked down on and deemed only fit for people who, let's say, failed out of high school or didn't really go to college or don't have a college degree. All those jobs now is what keeping us is what keeping society afloat. So all these jobs that are considered essential, whether it's a fast food restaurant, drivers, people working at the market, people working at the distribution. Uh, locations, all these jobs that were just looked over, I think now after what's going on right now, they could look at it, they could be looked at a higher standard. And I kind of hope that those people in those jobs are not looked down upon 
after all this is over because when we really needed everything to stay together, they were there. So, like I said, it just ties into being a humbling experience. The only parent advice I could I, th- I could think to say and to think to offer is try to be open-minded. And what I mean by that is right now you can, you can really learn a lot about yourself and life by just by watching and listening to your kids. So the only parent the only parent advice I could say to think of so you have little ones, if you have preteens, teenagers, those kids in the middle that are like seven, eight years old, I don't know what you call them, preteens, something like that. If you have those, just kind of be open-minded. You can learn a lot from them. You can learn a lot by yourself, but just by listening and especially watching your kids. Because there's a lot of little things that they do and say, and it's a big reflection upon your life. It's a big reflection on what you've been doing for them, with them, up to this point. I just hope you could get whatever you can from that and, you know, make make it better. The only reason I'm doing this is to try to help people look at themselves and make themselves a better parent and just try. That's what I strive for in myself. That's what I've wanted to see in a parent. That's what, that's what I wanted in a parent growing up. That's, that's the only reason why I'm talking like this. That's the only reason why I'm putting these episodes out every other week is just to try to make people look at themselves in a parental view and perspective to make yourself better for not only yourself and your kids and it's going to go a long way to whoever those kids touch in the future so whoever those kids meet in the future and leave this kind of imprint and image it could be traced back into you and little by little that can make this world a better place so like i said i hope so thanks again for listening. I hope by the time you're listening to this, you find yourself in good spirits. Um, I recorded this during the week three quarantine fiasco. I'll probably do a little bit more, but as of right now, everything seems to be going solid with the kids. There's not really any issues or concerns or thankfully health issues. So um, I look forward to listening to any feedback. I look forward to interacting with you guys on social media and Thanks for listening. Thanks for downloading and hope this hope you guys like this episode. Thanks a lot.